Welcome to Real Talk, Real Voices. Real Talk. Real Talk. Helping entrepreneurs get started and reach success through inspiring stories. The reason I didn't quit is because I'm not a quitter. Business strategies. Real results. And industry secrets. Invest in things that you understand. It's time to start checking off the boxes and get unstuck. The difference between you and the person living their dreams that you're watching is simply the amount of action. And now, Coach Brooks. For those of you who do not know, I am Coach Brooks, your favorite business consultant, all right? I specialize in a couple things. Everybody knows I wear many different hats, all right? You guys, some of the things that I enjoy doing is business coaching. One of my absolutely favorite, I do one-on-one coaching with my clients. We spend some time digging in deep, creating roadmaps, and making sure they're on the path for success. Why? Because everything Coach Brooks touch wins. All right. I have the Money Bags Mentorship Program. Guys, I'm a big business expert. I absolutely love everything about business. I got a degree in this. This is what I study. This is what I love doing. I also help with marketing, websites, brand identity. Okay. I help with project management. I develop small business and corporations, right? Policy and procedures, plus many, many, many more. All right. So make sure you are following me on all of my platforms. You got TikTok. Moneybag623, Facebook, Moneybag623, and Instagram, Moneybag623. All right. Let me know where you're following me from, and I will be sure to follow back. Happy, happy Friday, guys. Happy Friday. All right. It is Friday night. Some of you are hanging out with Coach Brooks, and then some of you are doing Lord knows what. But I will say my entrepreneurs are tuned in, they are ready, and they want to get this information. All right, guys, today's episode is going to be one of my favorite topics. I decided to record this one based off of TikTok live video that I did. And I'm like, listen, people need help with these taxes for businesses. So why not do it? Okay, we're going to be talking about the business entity tax basics. Okay, I'm not a tax professional. Let me say that one more time. I am not a tax professional, but I am a business expert, okay? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to break this down for you guys the best way I know how, okay? But what I'm going to ask you to do is make sure you refer to a tax expert, okay, for this upcoming tax season, all right? We got what? Probably about 10 more weeks until we are filing taxes for 2020. And that's a big deal, guys, because what a lot of people don't realize, this document, this tax form is something that you may have to use in 2021 when it comes to trying to get um, some loans, some big things, okay, to elevate yourself, all right? So let's talk about how business structures affect taxes, okay? So for those of you who do not know, you have a couple different entities, all right? You have sole proprietorship, which I'm going to refer to as SP, okay? SP in this podcast, all right? Then you have partnership, you have corporation, you have a single member LLC, and then you have a multi-member LLC. Okay, a lot of people like, wow, I didn't even know there was that many. Yes, yes, it is. Okay, (laughs) so I want you guys to know that each one of them is the entity that you will file with your state, except an SP. 
okay? SPs are a little bit tricky, all right? Um, an SP only has one owner. There is no partnerships. There is no multi-owners. There is no, I decided to do business with my sister and now we are an SP together. No, they have one owner, okay? And that's where the sole proprietary comes in at, okay? Um, as the SP, you are entitled to all the business income. It's all yours. It's yours. You do as you please. You're not separate from the business. Now, there are so many pros and cons to an SP, okay? Um, majority of the cons is the things that I love talking about, which is business credit, okay? Um, as an SP, because you're not separate from the business, you can't build business credit, all right? A lot of people go with the SP route because it's so much easier. It's so simple, all right? Um, but those do have do come with pros and cons as the other ones, but that's one of the biggest cons when it comes to an SB, okay? I mean, I'm sorry, a SP. All right, so the obligations for an SP is the simplest way to structure a business, guys. Everybody knows that, okay? Everybody knows that if you just want to quickly get it done, you don't want to try to figure out the difference between them. Just go with an SP. All right, they have fewer government regulations and tax obligations. All right. Then any other tax entity. All right. The business structure is only taxed at the personal level. Yes, it's only taxed at the personal level. That means if you had a part time job and you made 30,000 and your business um, smart, strong and fearless made 30,000, then tax wise, they're going to be taxing 60,000 at a personal level. OK, that's what that means. It's all combined as one. All right. Um, it is, it's, it's good for some people. It works for some people. Um, you and your business are considered the same entity. You are the same legal entity in the eyes of the government. You must pay taxes on business income with personal funds. All right. SPs are liable for all the business losses and liabilities. That's one of the biggest cons as well. Okay. Ain't no separating you. All right. Something goes down with Smart, Strong, Fearless Academy. Guess who's responsible for that? You. All right. So the form that you use when filing taxes for an SP is going to be the Schedule C. OK. Schedule C breaks down the business profit and losses throughout the year. That profit and loss sheet is that document that I'm telling you you're going to need in 2021. OK. Um, the business owner attaches a Schedule C the, to the personal income tax return, which is called Form 1040. All right. Um, you guys can write these forms down, um, but you don't have to because you can always have this podcast to be able to convert back to when you need to. OK, but that's the difference with the SP. All right. It's a Schedule C. It's going to be Form 1040. And it's going to list your profit and your loss. This is how people tell, you know, how people say, did your business take a loss last year? This is how people tell whether your business take, took a loss or not. OK. Um, partnerships. Partnerships have two or more owners. OK. Two or more people. They're called partners. So it's called a partnership. Each partner is entitled to a share of the business profits and losses. OK. Partnerships get so tricky. I have a partnership. All right. I have clients that I have multiple clients with partnerships. They are great when they work. 
but Lord forbid if something happens, they are ugly, okay? A lot of people don't realize when it comes to partnerships, say, I ain't going to use me and my business partner because I don't even want to wish that on us. So let's say Kim and Sue, okay, were business partners. Sue got mad at Kim and Sue said, I don't want to be in this business anymore. I'm done with this. Okay. You on your own. Okay. What happens is if everything was in one of the partner's name and you decide you don't, you don't even want to do this anymore. Guess what happens? Everything that you've worked for has to start over. If, if somebody says in this partnership, okay. So say Kim says she didn't want to be in this partnership no more. She done, but everything was in Kim's name. Guess what happens? You have to, Sue would have to legally get a new EIN, register the business all over again, make sure it's tied to her social security, make sure Kim has nothing to do with it because Kim don't want anything to do with it. Okay. So it gets sticky because I've had partners that had to start completely over. I'm talking about we built, now they get to keep the name and stuff like that, but we built it from the ground and they've had to start over. So partnerships are very tricky. All right. You got three main types of partnerships. You got general partnerships, limited partnerships and joint ventures. OK, I'm not going to go too much in details with it regarding that. But the like a sole proprietary um, partners are considered the same tax entity as the business. OK, partnerships are taxed at the personal level. OK, so it's just like an SP. Um, being a partner in a partnership results in different types of tax impl implications, okay? Listen, it gets sticky. I hate to be the one to have to tell y'all that. Um, the tax liability skips or passes through the business and falls onto the partners. It gets sticky, guys. So just be ready that if you go into a partnership, you realize what you're going into. And just make sure you both are on your best behavior because if something happens, it gets really sticky, okay? The form partnership used is called the Form 1065 to file your taxes, all right? The Form 1065 is an information form is sent by the business to the government to report profit and losses, okay? The business gives a Schedule K-1. I know y'all heard these terms before. You just didn't know what they were, okay? A K-1 or that form 1065, all right, to each partner. That Schedule K-1, it details the partner's shares of the profit or losses, okay? So Kim is responsible for one portion, Sue's responsible for the other. Each partner includes the activity from their Schedule K-1 on their personal tax, reform, tax return called the Form 1040, okay? So y'all see, they kind of tie in together. When you start learning these terminologies, you're going to be like, oh, okay, I know know what that is. I know what they're talking about. Um, taxes are not withheld from the partner's income. All right. Partners are considered self-employed, just like an SP. Partners generally pay themselves self-employment taxes and they estimate the taxes. All right. So again, as that one gets a little sticky, guys, you thought SPs was something. Whew, wait until you look more into a partnership. Corporations is one of the biggest um, entity, okay? A corporation or a C-corp is a separate legal entity from the owners. 
The amount of money each owner invests in this business is represented by shares. I had a client that just asked me the other day. She said, I don't understand the shares. You know, I don't understand. The money you put into your corporation is represented by shares. All right. You must to incorporate a business. You got to file the articles of incorporation with the state. Each state is different. Each state does have a fee. I don't know not one state that charges zero dollars to file a business with them. Got to think about it, guys. That's how the business, the, the states make their money. OK, um, the articles of incorporation, it describes a lot. It describes the operate, how the operation will be run, the rules of the owners, the business plan. All right. It appoints directors. You get licenses and permits. You choose a company name. Now, I tell people this trick. Be very strategic with your business name. All right. Let me give you an example. If you say I am smart, strong and fearless logistics, guess what category you automatically going in? Transportation. Transportation is one of the highest liability industries there is. So sometimes when you try to go and present yourself to a bank or if you try to go and present yourself to an insurance company to try to get some insurance, they automatically like, no, 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 I don't want it. I don't want to deal with this person. They're high risk. Why? Why? So you're automatically put into a box because of the name of your business. When it comes to government contracts, if you say, I'm smart, strong, and fearless logistics, but you want to bid on HR or you want to bid on um, management, you know, they're going to look at you like, but you're a logistics company. Uh, okay. I always say be smart about your business choices with your name because you don't want to be the reason why you got put in a box. All right. You have, if you're an agency, that's fine because so many things can go up under that umbrella. You're a consultant like myself. That's fine because so many things can go up under that umbrella. But when you put yourself in the box, like one of my businesses is called A&B Creative Events, right? It's an event planning business. It is named after my children, A&B, Aubrey and Brianna. Well, when I started venturing out, guys, I had so many things up under that business. So many things. Things that technically shouldn't have been under event planning business, right? Because it was doing all kinds of other things. And so what I had to do, this is why I got all these darn businesses, I had to determine what did not go up under that umbrella. Okay? Whatever don't actually fit up under that umbrella, I moved it. Because it doesn't make sense that an event planning is handling logistics. You know, unless I'm driving my own vehicle that I'm taking to the nice big wedding. But it just, some things just got to make sense. Okay, not saying it's impossible doing. There's many people that are doing it. I'm just saying be smart about your choices. Don't put yourself in a box. Okay, and think twice when it comes to that name. All right, back to these corporations, right? Now, I'm filing corporation taxes this year, guys. That's a big deal. Okay, filing them for multiple reasons. I'm filing the same reason everybody else is filing it. All right, well, for one of the businesses that have not been getting it. Okay, for the tax breaks. All right. <sighs> Corporations and the owners are different legal entities. So that means that Coach Brooks is different from Final Touch Productions. OK, what that means is that 
whatever happens on the Final Touch production, Final Touch models production, it has nothing to do with Coach Brooke. Okay? You got to make sure you understand that for so many reasons. Um, it gets more complicated with corporation taxes. All right? This is why you need a tax professional. Corporations have the highest administrative fees. Corporations are double tax entities, all right? First, the business itself is taxed. Then the business profits are taxed against the, by the owners when dividends are paid out, all right? But what happens is corporations get a lot of tax breaks because they are double taxed. Corporations use Forms 1120 to report, on, to report the income and the expenses, all right? So we done talked about Form 1120. We done talked about Form 1065. We done talked about the Schedule K-1 form. And we done talked about Form 1040. Okay, we already done talked about a couple different forms here, y'all. Okay, so it gets confusing. This is why you need a tax advisor. You have to have a tax advisor on your team, okay? You don't pay a tax advisor year-round. You pay the tax advisor once a year. That's the file on taxes. Now, I talk to my tax advisor all the time. Because I have to know what I need to be doing and what I don't need to be doing, okay? There's always a good idea to talk to your tax advisor in Q4. So if there's anything last minute she say you need to clean up, you got the time to clean it up, okay? So um, let's talk about these corporation taxes, all right? Because it is a little crazy, all right? Um, the corporation pays a corporation income tax rate on its profits, okay? Generally, it's estimated each quarter. Now, remember, you get some people that say, oh, you have to pay it each quarter. Not true. OK, but each state is different. Usually they're estimated for each quarter, estimated and paid each quarter. All right. If the owner of the corporation is actively working for the business. All right. The owner generally receives a salary. A lot of corporations that aren't actively working in the business but if you are actively working in the business you is what you get what is considered a salary with corporations all right the employee portions of the social security and medicaid taxes are withheld from that salary you do not have a corporation paying yourself a salary and not paying in social security and medicaid okay or medicare okay you're not that is not happening um, my favorite, and I'm going to be honest with y'all, majority of the people in the world, the business world, have an LLC. I am an LLC queen because LLCs are one of the most separate, easiest entities you can file. You pay a renewal 90% of the time because what people don't realize, LLCs are automatically defaulted as a sole proprietor at the end of the year at tax time it's a default so you're going to have a schedule c slash 1040 form on your taxes or what people do not know is you can have an llc and run it like an s corp run it like a corporation and then you file the corporation taxes which is form 1120 okay so you can get all those nice tax breaks and stuff like that that is possible if you need more information, you need to talk to a tax advisor, okay? Because it all depends on how you want to file, okay? You have the tax form, and then you have the legal entities, all right? 
a single member LLC automatically defaults as an SP and it goes on your personal taxes. So if that LLC made 100,000, 300,000 and you were working a full-time job and you made 80,000, now it looks like you made $380,000. But you get to subtract the business expenses. For those of you who are not tracking your business expenses, uh-uh, you got to change that. Not a good thing. You should have a expense log, okay? It should look similar to your profit loss sheet. All right, because that's exactly what it is. If you made any profits, you did. If you didn't, some I've heard people say, I don't have a profit loss sheet because I never made any profit. Eh, wrong answer. Okay, whether you made profit or not, you need a profit loss sheet because guess what? You got many losses, so it needs to be tracked. Okay, so my favorite LLCs, limited liability companies. I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. This stuff is not black and white. Okay, you I go back and forth because remember, now I have a degree in this. I go back and forth with CPAs and tax advisors all the time. CPAs and tax advisors, because they they are experts, they have degrees in that. Okay, they are the first ones to say. Do an S corp, do a C corp, do a corporation. And there's nothing wrong with that. I understand why they're telling you to do that. Because, again, they're experts in that field. Then you get Coach Brooks that's like, "Mm, child, do that LLC because it's easier. Now, I never recommend or tell anybody what entity to file. Okay? That's not me. That's not what I do. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, "Mm, if you knew better, you would do this. So the way that I love to put it for people is that 90% of people. Small business owners start with an LLC, and it's the reason why. Now, there's pros and cons to LLC. I tell people this all the time, okay? LLCs are taxed higher, but if you're running your LLC like an S-Corp or a C-Corp, guess what? You're filing corporation taxes at the end of the year, so that goes away. Um, LLCs is limited liability, okay? That's a big deal, all right? But you are separated. Now, There are people that say, now Coach Brooks will never say this, but there are people that says you can never be sued with the limited liability company. They can only sue the business. They can only take what the business has. That is not true, guys. Okay? You can always be sued. Anybody can be sued. Absolutely anybody. Now, granted, the limited liability company tries to protect you as much as it can. But um, just know that it's not black and white. And if that LLC was doing anything that it wasn't supposed to do, it could still be sued, okay? So you will get people that says, oh, you know, you can't get sued. You can never be sued. That's not true. It's not black and white. All right. So you got a different, a couple different types of limited liability companies. You got the single member. Then you got the multi-member, Okay. The owner of LLCs are called members, okay? Um, LLCs can be either single member or multi-members. Now, that gets very tricky because people do not know which one they are, and this is how you get, break it down. If it's just you, you're a single member LLC. If it is you, a couple more people, you're multi-members. But multi-members then result to the partnerships, okay, which was the general partnership, the Venture Partnership, and the other partnership. I can't remember what it is off the top of my head again. Um, the Limited Partnership, okay? 
So a lot of people, when people say single member LLC, they don't even know what that means. Um, LLC tax obligations for members are used with the pass-through tax. All right. Um, the business itself does not pay taxes. Instead, members are taxed at the personal level. Now, remember, that's a default. It does not have to be that way. There is no limited liability tax code, okay, because it's automatically defaulted like an SP, automatically. So the only way it is not going to do that is if your tax advisor or if yourself, if you file your own taxes, file a different form. Okay, that's important to know, guys. Taxes is the road around the corner. Um, LLC members are self-employed business owners. If you do not change that, okay, you got to be the one to change that. And again, that's the form that I'm talking about. You need to form, need to file. Now I'm gonna tell you something. With my tax advisor, you can do your Schedule C's, your Form 1040, and your personal taxes for about $250, depending on if you got assets and stuff like that. Corporation taxes start at $600, okay? So corporation taxes are much more extensive, all right? And they cost more to file. I'm sure if you go to anybody else, ain't no telling what those numbers are. So before you run around and say, I'm filing an S-Corp, I'm filing a C-Corp, or before you say, I'm an LLC and I'm filing a um, corporation taxes, just know what you're getting yourself into because it's going to cost, okay? Um, let me see here. Sometimes being taxed as a corporation means lower business tax rates. And that's why people like myself, we like to file corporation taxes. Okay. Lower tax rates is more tax breaks for you. Okay. Um, if you want to elect to be taxed as a corporation, you got to file form 8832 um, for the 1120 so there's like 1120 s or c or something crazy like that and then 1120 all right um if your tax is a corporation you will use that form 1120 all right no other way around that you cannot file a schedule c and say i filed as a corporation there is no such thing so i just want to make sure you guys understand before you go around saying stuff and people are looking at you like you crazy what happened there okay now LLCs have to estimate your income tax liability. It's better to make quarterly payments. If you're not making quarterly payments, that means at the end of the year, you're going to get hit with the lump sum. I had a client that got hit with $9,000, but she made so much money and she didn't put a dollar into her taxes. It's okay if you have the money to pay that, but you never want to owe the IRS because that interest is ridiculous. Okay. So that's the thing, guys. Please talk to a tax advisor. I posted on my Instagram and my TikTok, my tax advisor. She does 30-minute free consultations, okay? You got to email her, though. It's tax time. She's doing corporation taxes right now. She's trying to get her stuff together. Her building is just phenomenal. Her team is wonderful. And she plays no games, like 30 years in the game. I can't even tell you half the stuff. She is a CPA, okay? But, and people don't realize, CPAs are for the tax laws. You use a CPA when you have this major corporation and you want to make sure that you're meeting all the requirements for the tax laws, okay? Many of the corporations that I contract with, 
I have them hire a CPA at the end of the year so they can make sure they have not missed anything. And those forms and notification and warnings are coming in the mail the following year. And they go through all of their stuff. Okay. A tax advisor is the tax expert who handles all of the taxes. Every tax advisor has to do educational training every year. This is why you need a tax advisor on your team, because there's no way anybody that you're talking to, unless this is what they do, is keeping up with all these tax laws. Tax laws. There's no way they know the number of breaks that you can get, the things you can and cannot do if they're not keeping up with these tax laws. So a lot of people get confused between a tax advisor and a CPA. CPA you're going to use for tax laws. A tax advisor, you're going to use to actually file your taxes, okay? My lady is both. She's a certified CPA and a tax advisor, all right? So, and she does nationwide. So, international, actually, which is crazy. Um, so, just make sure, even if you don't go with her, just talk to somebody about your taxes. The thing that I like to do, I had one of my clients call her, and they went through a whole plan of what she needs to do how to wrap up the year, you know, what to do next without paying her a dollar. You know, it's part of the consultation. And some of us who don't realize this stuff really need to talk to somebody. I had a client tell me, she's like, yeah, I'm writing this off. I'm writing that off. And oh, yeah, I did this and I did that. And I said, did you talk to a tax advisor? Oh, no, mm -mm, I just hear people say they're doing this. No, ma'am. It doesn't work that way, y'all. See, sometimes what works for other people might not work for you because every situation is different. So before y'all go around here saying, I'm doing this and I'm going to write off this. And oh, yeah, let me buy this $5,000 investment because I'm just going to write it off during tax time. You need to make sure you're talking to the right people. So the things that you can actually write off, you do write off. But the things in your mind that you're investing in because you think you can write off might not even be something you can write off. And every year it changes. I'm just waiting on the changes for 2021 because we had a pandemic this year, which means they got to make up a lot of that money, guys. A lot of that money has to be replaced. And nine times out of 10, they get it through taxes. So my advice to you, my business tip, talk to a tax advisor. That's the first thing. OK, also check and make sure your business is registered the way that it needs to be registered. All right. And do not pay anybody to register your business. Don't pay LegalZoom. Somebody told me about one the other day, and I was like, I never even heard of them, but they're like LegalZoom. You know, don't pay people to register your business. It's usually a couple questions. Now, if you are completely clueless and it's easier for you to just have somebody do it for you, that's fine, because I know a bunch of those type of people. But if you can answer three or four or five questions, register it yourself. Because that money that you pay somebody else to do it can easily go into something else. That can be an investment for your website. That can be an investment to help build your business credit. Okay. Um, I'm so happy that you guys have joined me. All right. Next week, make sure you submit your questions. Um, this week, I didn't take any questions because I, I decided to do this like two days ago. But make sure you submit questions. What I'll do is I'll post the episode um, beginning of the week. So you guys can submit some questions and then that way I can answer some questions on the, the podcast. Okay. Other than that, I want you guys to have a phenomenal weekend and remember you cannot pass down a job to your children. Okay.
cannot pass down a job legacy to your children, but you can pass down generational wealth to your family, your children, your, your anybody that you're trying to leave a legacy for. Okay, so as hard as you're going into these businesses and these extra hours that you're working and this overtime and, you know, the blood, sweat and tears, put that into your own business. Put that into your own what's yours. Okay, put that energy and that time into yours. And especially if you have kids, because that's the only thing you're going to be able to pass down to them. Can't pass down no job to them, but you can pass down generational wealth. You guys have a wonderful, phenomenal, lovely, dry weekend, and I'll see you next week.